Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. Mike Martin here. Hope you're doing well. Hope things are turning for you. I kind of see the tide turning on a few things. Some of the names are breaking out and keeping going. Anyway, I got a good email from someone over the weekend. Said, hey, you know, thank you for the audiobook. And I was just wondering at what point in your trading career, uh, money management stuff, did you f feel that you had finally gotten your stuff together. He said it in other ways, <laughs> but said, when, when did you know, when did you feel, when did you think? I think there's probably three answers to that, right? Because those are three different things, even though we use those words probably interchangeably. Um, and so that's a great question, actually, because I don't think you ever know for sure. Um, even if you have a good month, a good week, a good year, and you look back and you say, if you're objective, which is where I live, was I lucky? Did I have good timing? Do I have skill? Like you have to constantly ask yourself those types of questions. Well, at least I do. I don't, you can do what you want. But to answer it in a sentence, I think it was when I was able to dissect my behavior, which kind of started with time blocking way back in the day, I think we were using like Franklin daily planners or something like that. And I remember I used to time block my day and then itemize things. And one of the, one of the things they would have you do is rank when you listed all your to do's, if you will, all the things that you thought were important enough to write down and put them in your planner, then rank them. And that got me thinking on a whole bunch of levels. Like, why is this so important? You know, if I needed to get documents to a certain person, obviously that's important, but it's also administrative, right? It doesn't actually create the money, the alpha, but it's a big part of getting accounts going and transfers going and new deposits going and this and that, because ultimately, you know, you need capital to trade. So, you know, whether it's yours or somebody else's. And so, at that point, I kept breaking things down and said, okay, well, what is, why is this so important and what should I be focusing on? Because these things definitely have to get done. If someone says they're going to transfer, you know, $13 million portfolio from one place over to where you're custodying things before you take discretion, you know, that's a lot of wind in your sails. So those things have to get done. They have, <clears throat> excuse me, they have to get done the right way because every little step of it is a reflection on you. Um, if you're going to oversee that process. So then the question is, how do you break up your day? If you cut up, uh, you know, create your pie chart of the things that you have to do. If you work for yourself, then you have to do administrative and compliance types of things, even though you might delegate that at a larger firm to somebody who's helping you, whether it's an intern or an assistant, this and that. So if you farm that out and delegate it, just make sure that it's done to the standards that you want them to be done because Every little moving part there is going to be a reflection on you. So then I started saying, okay, what can I delegate? What do I actually do that helps me grow? Whether it's meeting new people, getting new clients, getting better marketing skills, getting better trading models or improving the trading model. And so that's when I started to really kind of separate, you know, routine from ritual. Because I think... A person you can get used to, especially if you put, 
you know, numbers on a scale of one to 10 on all these different tasks. So a lot of people who are really good at creating alpha, but the getting the money part is the hard part, right? So <clears throat> there might be some in the retail trading space, you know, folks who are looking to get allocations, but that's the hard part, right? Everyone wants to be a sniper, but no one wants to get the bullets, right? So you, if you can't do that, you have to find a way to do that. That means either read books on marketing, uh, you know, joining organizations and getting to meet people, which you might think has nothing to do with trading. But, you know, if you if you need to get money and build a grub stake, you need relationships. And then you need to have approach talk and all of that. So I will, you know, we, there's plenty out there on the show that I've already done. If you if you search the site, you know, as I think you can do a Google search when you actually go to martinchronicle.com and search, you know, for episodes that talk about getting backers and clients and all that kind of stuff and cutting deals. We can review that if you need me to. But, you know, because that's where the money's made, but that's also the hard part because that's where you have to face rejection. It's easy to sit at a computer screen all day that's not talking back to you. Just double-click your mouse, you smash in your hotkeys, whatever it is that you do. Um, maybe you do phone executions. But sooner or later, someone's going to ask somebody for the business, right? you got to get the money, and that's the hard part. And if you don't have anyone else to do it, sitting there and waiting for it to happen probably isn't going to happen. Now, I think you can manifest whatever it is in your life that you want to get but you have to have intention. You have to act with intention. You can't just sit there and say, you know, I demand, you know, 100 million in assets. It's not going to work that way. But if you create a goal around it and then create the baby steps, I believe you can take a, take steps, big steps towards that goal. And so that was that was something that I had to, you know, learn how to do because ultimately if you want to, you know, be that sniper, you have to scout. You have to be your scout sniper too. Scout sniper is the person who's looking down range, telling you what's the distance, what's the wind, all that kind of stuff, and uh, helping you set your sights on the mark. So if you don't do that, or if you don't have a third-party marketer, those you know those firms are, are firms you can hire. Obviously, they're not going to take people walking in the front door with no experience. So you have to demonstrate a bit of a track record. Um. So that's when you can start to peel apart things and say, here's what I know I do really, really well, but here's what I also know is very, very important that I need to get done, even though it doesn't necessarily make me money, it's integral to the process. And I think the more you can break down your day, you know, in that, you're in a spot where you can start to improve what you can measure. The key part to success, I think, is to figure out what is what of that whole process do you do really, really well, and then amplify that like with leverage. And in that case, it means effort and time because the administrative and the compliance still has to get done. You still have to do checkout, you know, at the end of the day to make sure that you don't have any open orders uh, that you shouldn't have, unless, of course, you do use good to cancel. You also want to make sure in your portfolio at the end of any given day that whoever your prime broker is that other people's trades didn't show up in your account because if someone juxtaposed or transposed a a digit in an account number you might wake up in the morning and find that you've got you know 57,000 shares of Goodyear tire which is 
not necessarily a bad thing given the chart, but if that's not your trade, your client's going to get a confirmation on that, right? So mistakes can like that can happen, probably happen, I don't know, depending on how you do things, um, maybe two, two, three times a year um, where you find or see a trade show up in your account that shouldn't be there. If you know you're using a prime brokerage or a some type of a trading desk to execute some of your orders, it's just natural. It's when you do thousands and thousands of trades, it's actually a small percentage, but you want to stay on top of it because if you can move that trade before the end of the day, then the confirmation will be generated for the right account. And then you have things all cleaned up. Anyway, I think these are just the types of things that I needed to think about and then bifurcate and say, this is stuff that has to get done, but I don't know that I necessarily have to do it because I only have so much time, money, and effort during the day to do what I do best. So what is it that I do best? And then how can I amplify that? Well, delegation, right? You delegate stuff to you know, people who have the time, the money, and the effort, and they want to play in the sandbox, right? So one and one equals three. Everyone's on the same page. So now you're talking about can your group or your team get on the same page because everyone has to all have their ships pointing in the same direction in order for you to be a success, especially if it's your name that's on the door, right? So if you if you don't know and you're trying to figure all of that out, I think as you time block your day, and you can actually write it out. You know, um, I think it was Linda Rashke said, um, you know, think about looking at things. Again, this is 25 years ago. She used to say, you know, if you want to develop a feel for a certain market, maybe look at price action over five or 10 minutes, right? And just watch, watch the ebbs and flows. How does it behave in one particular market? So I think you can do that with your day. You know, what are you doing on 15-minute intervals? Where's the time going? I bet you can find efficiency. So when I first started on Wall Street, I'll give you a good example. There was someone who just couldn't get his work done. And this particular office was in um, a part of town called Murray Hill in New York City. It's on the 29th floor. And at that point, New York City said, you cannot smoke in office buildings anymore. You have to go outside. This person was a smoker. And they're smoking a pack a day. So every trip downstairs was get the cigarettes and the lighter, get to the elevator, down the elevator, outside, fire up a smoke. You know, of course, chit-chat, do whatever it is. Now, there were no cell phones at the time, so no one could, you know, check their apps and send out texts and send endless selfies on Snapchat or, you know, otherwise can't read your Twitter feed. There was nothing really to scroll. Um, so you're standing there, people watching, people smoking. Maybe they fire up a second one. Go back upstairs and uh, back to the desk. So if you watch that, you're looking, depending on the person, 10 to 20 minutes, you know, at least once an hour to go out and support the smoking habit. So you add that all up and you're like, man, you know, you're at the office from seven in the morning to seven at night, but with all your cigarette breaks, you know, you've got two hours of time when you add it all up that you're just out, you know, pissing away. Now, maybe that's integral to your performance. Who knows? I don't think smoking's a good investment, at least cigarette, you know, tobacco, 
that kind of stuff. Vaping is a different vibe. I don't know the medicinal and the uh, impact on one's health from that, so I can't speak to it. But generally speaking, taking a, you know, combusting tobacco and smoking it has proven to be not a healthy endeavor. Plus, you stink. Um, but nonetheless, do what do what you think is best. I'm not here to preach. But I am helping you watch the clock because you take three cigarette breaks, four cigarette breaks at 15 minutes a pop, right? You figure someone's a, a pack a day smoker, they're absolutely going to have at least four during the day, not including what they have at lunch, right? So there's an hour of your time that you steal back. Now, what kind of productivity, you know, do you think you could do focusing on the core bullseye of what it is that you do best, whether it's creating alpha, whether it's meeting new people, solidifying new relationships. Now, someone would argue, I was like, well, I need the nicotine to actually do all that. So again, I'm going to leave that up to you to figure out, you know, I don't want to uh, get into enabling or otherwise, if it's important to you, you're going to figure out what you can cut, what, what, you know, if you go on what we call the diet of the mind and break down your day in 15 minute bars, and see where's the time going. Where do you know that you should go to cash, so to speak? And get back on the phone, booking meetings, you know, come by, say, I want to do a presentation, I want to book a Zoom, I want to do this and that, I want to come get on a plane and see you. The more effort you make like that, the benefit, the more benefit you're going to reap. So I'd say that's one thing that you can do to start at least panning for the gold, is to find out where's the time going. And then when you find efficiencies, you can be more effective because then you could amplify what it is that you do best with that newfound time. You should be able to get new results and then you just keep refining stuff, right? So that could be a good start. And if I didn't answer the question fully, please write again. Um, otherwise, that's all I have for you today. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow.